Welcome to the Booktopia podcast. I'm Joel, and I'm here with writer, producer, actor, and now author, Miranda Tapsell, to talk about her new book, Top End Girl. Thanks so much for joining us, Miranda. Thanks for having me, Joel. <laughs> I loved reading out that list. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like um, I've decided to speak to a masochist. <laughs> after reading this book. <laughs> um, but one thing I didn't mention that I feel I should uh, duty-bound mention at the beginning of our conversation, because it's the reason that I'm most starstruck to speak to you, is that you're um, my kid's favourite presenter on Play School. <laughs> oh, no way, really? <laughs> and uh, they, they, they love you so much, so I, I thought I should get that out of the way so it's been spoken about. <laughs> well... Uh, thank you, Joel. You've just destroyed my ovaries. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, actually, um, my husband, James, picks this up a lot quicker than I do. But um, uh, there's, um, there's like every now and again um, uh, he'll just catch um, uh, a, like a toddler walking with their parents and like so – you know, the mum or dad is just, or uh, is just like walking with with purpose. You know, they got they they they've got the grocery list in their mind or whatever, and then there's the there's the the kid just kind of stopping and just staring at me. Um, <laughs> so um, it's uh, it's extremely cute and very touching. Yeah, I mean, they do. They get so connected to people they see on television. So on some level, they don't even realise that you're a real person. But, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, yeah it's very, it is very um, sweet. I've got um, I'm you know my um, I'm, I come from quite a big family. Well, my my parents both do, and um, uh, so you know I've got a lot of cousins who are uh, quite a lot younger than me. And mm. um, when I uh, when I was in the sapphires, my cousin had the same was trying to grasp the same thing. She she was like um. She must have been four or five at the time from memory and she just could not – she couldn't work out how I could be in the TV and then sitting next to her. Um, <laughs> she just – yeah, she just couldn't quite – she's just like, how can you be there and here? Like she she just saw it like a time machine and that I was magic. It was very cute. Yeah, it is, it is amazing seeing how they wrap their heads around it. Um, so I, I don't want to uh, – get distract, too distracted by play school, even though I feel like I could talk to you about that for a while. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about your book, which is an amazing uh, project for a number of reasons. I would say partially at least because you decided to uh, write, produce and star in a movie about a wedding at the same time as you wrote a book <laughs> about that experience and then also actually get married. <laughs> <laughs> Does that about summarise the experience? Uh, yes, yes, you summarised it very well. And, yeah. um, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm a little bit mad. Um, <laughs> um, but also, um, yeah, I think uh, I'm, I've kind of always, um, I've never been, I've never been completely um, ready for an opportunity that comes my way, I just sort of, uh, I st but I still take that opportunity with both hands and run with it. Um, and um, 
and it's so um you know uh, for instance like the the sapphires was um you know my first film and then uh you know the the top end wedding was um the first time i ever really sort of um committed to sitting down and uh, you know and and learning how to write a script it was such a you know it was such a learning experience i mean i i did um like I've, of course, I think every actor has had a moment where they've dabbled in screenwriting, and then, um, but I just sort of gave up on myself too quickly, and it sort of took my my friend Josh Tyler, who I co-wrote the film with, to um, to kind of say, no, you can actually follow through with this because, <laughs> you know, um, the first thing that you you know the first time you put something on a on a um, blank page is never going to be great so that's why you have to keep rewriting <laughs> yeah the, I, I think the, the film has so many beautiful moments in it and it feels very authentic um, and only more so after reading the book and realizing that you do quite a bit of um, your experiences in the not quite a bit but some of the basic fundamentals of the movie come from come from your life even aside from the fact that you decided to get married at the same time (laughs) (laughs) as the as the movie was being created um do you uh so to start with I guess is growing up in Darwin which I I found that part of the book quite fascinating because I've always I've never been to the territory but I've always found Darwin fascinating partially from reading books set there um and it just seems like such a magical place um, and really different to the way that people, um, I think, have in their heads. A lot of Australians think of it. I think you say, you know, it's Crocs, Cyclones and NT News and that kind of thing. But uh, my experience of reading it in fiction has been, uh, I read a great crime series there. I think it was written by Philip Gwynn. Wonderful, um, like, noirish crime set in like the underbelly of this fascinating yeah, city deadly and yeah 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 he did oh, yeah yeah cool. and he wrote this he wrote this crime novel years ago i don't know how well it did but it was set in i think it was set in darwin in the oh, territory right. and it was great and that was when i started going okay i've got to visit this place and then watching the movie I realised, yeah, okay, now I have to move that further up the list of places to visit once, you know, we all get let out of um, containment. <laughs> Did you, uh, can you tell us a bit about what it was like to grow up there and how you interface with your life in Sydney and, and outside that? Yeah, um, well, uh, I haven't um, I haven't lived in the Territory for, um, I moved in 2006, Um so yeah, it's been it's been at least uh, uh, over it's been over a decade since I've uh, lived there, but it is still the place that um, that I um, uh, you know just find solitude, and it's the place that I go to to um, you know when I go up and visit my fam like um, my mum's side of the family up there and revisit um, my hometown. It is. It is a place that really grounds me, and um, so I, I did feel that it was um, it was important to um, to uh, take the opportunity to really celebrate um, what that what that does for me in um, 
in the film. Um, I I didn't appreciate it as a teenager though. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I um, uh, I did really want the you know the the bring it on or <laughs> the very yeah. awkward, um, uh, clueless, like Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Like it was, I wanted the sort of American Hollywood view of, of uh, teenage life. Yeah. I think I, you say at one point in the book, you wanted to be baby spice, not scary spice. <laughs> I, I did. I did. Yeah. Um, I was such a big fan of the Spice Girls <laughs> when I was, when I was like in my early teens. So, um, yeah, I, but, um, uh, it was, uh, so I, uh, yeah, I was, you know, of course I was obsessed with, with pop culture when I was, when I was growing up, I, but that, uh, but that wasn't, um, uh, you know, that wasn't, I lived in, I lived in, um, Kakadu National Park. So it was just a world away from London or LA or anything that, um, people see in, um, people see in films. So, um, I, I, th- and, uh, it was actually, I was, I was chatting with my friend Josh, um, uh, about the territory because he had, he'd been up there and had a wonderful time. And, um, and that's sort of how we started to bond. And, and, um, when we realised that we both really loved rom-coms, he would he he suggested that we should write um, uh, a, a rom-com set in the Northern Territory, and it made me so happy because I knew that I could I could speak more authentically from that place. I I didn't grow up in a big city. I grew up in a re- like I grew up in Darwin and I grew up in Kakadu, so um, it, it felt uh, a really great place to start from. Um, I it was such a it was such a learning curve though because in speaking from that really authentic place you do uh, write from a really uh, you write from a really vulnerable place as well um, so um, that was quite um, I do I do naturally wear my heart on my sleeve so it wasn't a challenge to open up but I think the biggest challenge for me was um, overcoming the fear of what um, of what people would um, think of my writing or um, uh, uh, I guess uh, yeah I've never really had to do that in act I mean in acting you you do have to make yourself vulnerable and you have to um, uh, 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 make yourself, you know, you have to uh, imagine um, yourself in your character's shoes. But uh, writing something, um, especially something that you know, it's um, yeah, it, it's it's really hard to describe actually. But it is something that uh, I've 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 felt really liberated, but at the same time very. Um, yeah, uh, I guess there's always some some nerves. <laughs> yeah, it's a very complex thing that you had to achieve with this movie because it has to be, first and foremost, I think, it has to be successful rom-com. You know, it has to be fun. It has to, it has to work with the tropes of the genre. But then um, you have aspirations for it beyond that that you don't want to be very obvious to the end 
you know the viewer but but like it's it's you want to communicate about your cultural identity your home your hometown and um and all, all sorts of other things and i th- i think that was what was so fascinating about um reading the book and then watching the movie is that sense of how seamless it just feels like a fun movie but all this other stuff that gets smuggled in when you when you realize it's all conscious and you thought about it quite a lot before you actually produce the movie um which is obvious i mean everyone does that i'm sure when you create a piece of art but um it it was a fascinating insight into that oh oh yeah um no thank you for saying so because um i I think it is hard to um, to find that balance between uh, humour and pathos um, and to be able to um, to be able to uh, to be able to do that well while trying to kind of explore what my gaze is and uh, and to be able to put that on the page there is a it it is quite a challenge and um I um I thought it was really um I thought it was really important to kind of talk about that in the book um so that people uh sort of understand that um uh, speaking from a perspective that isn't always reflected on our stages and screens um uh um and having to um having to only say it um in a few words for for uh for screen yeah it, it, it's it's quite a um it is quite a challenge and and while it's um while it was very thrilling as well it's it's not something that kept me um kept me down it was still something that uh invigorated me but it was yeah I think it was I think it was important for me to show people that um I that I do that there are so many elements that I think about before I just put something out into the world because I know that once uh once I do it uh, like with my book or with uh or with uh, um Top End Wedding my film uh that well me and Josh's film um it was it's it's something that doesn't belong to me anymore once I put it out there so you know I do tend to be a big overthinker (laughs) Mm. yeah I I think it's yeah I I definitely uh, the book helps communicate that that complexity I think um one of the things that comes through really clearly and I found personally fascinating um my my father was born in Egypt and um my mother was born in Australia and is white, um, and uh, and I look white. <laughs> but two of my brothers look like my dad, and one of my brothers looks like my mum, and I look like my mum. And we have this weird experience in our family of having to sort of um, straddle this weird gap. And one of the things you talk about in the in the book that's really interesting is how you sort of settled on your own, um, you know, cultural identity. Um, you know, you identify as a as a proud black woman. I think um, I, I find that very inspiring. And I wondered how does that intersect with your experience making the movie and the book? 
that's no, that's such a that's such a brilliant. It's question. a complex question. Sorry, I feel like I just dumped it on you. <laughs> um, and I I I really appreciate you saying that because um, uh, the thing is, I know that I'm I'm not alone in that experience. I know that I'm not the only one to. Um, I'm, I'm not the only child of an interracial marriage. So, um, so I know that uh, that feeling of um, uh, uh, that feeling of otherness and um, uh, that feeling of um, is it, that feeling of otherness is really um, is something that a lot of that a lot of people resonate with and um, and. For me as an artist, I feel like uh, I, I have to speak from that place. Um, I, I have to, I, I can only be, I can, I can only speak from what I know and, and what I've lived with and what I've seen. Um, so uh, to, to, to deny, um, to deny that, um, to, uh, to not, um to to not uh be uh honest in how in how i uh, uh to not be honest about my perspective i think does my work a disservice mm. so um uh and also uh i guess i i i wanted to sort of speak about that because um because I, I wanted other people who um, who have felt like me to know that they they don't have to make a choice <laughs> that they're allowed to be yeah. um, that they're allowed to be a complex and nuanced human beings. They don't have to necessarily put themselves in in a box. Yeah, absolutely. It's that it's experience that you had that you write about early on in the book about you know when you you were going to school in Kakadu. And most of the kids that were in the class with you had two Aboriginal parents and um, and they were like sort of questioning you about identifying as Aboriginal. And then, you know, in other circumstances in your life, you know, you you would have just been forced to identify as Aboriginal, whether you wanted to or not. You know, you don't you don't always get the choice. Um, you, you're not given the choice by the people around you to have a race to choose a racial identity. But I think in the book, you really make this case for sort of um, fiercely asserting yourself that I find really, um, really inspiring to read. Um, so anyway, it's not really a question so much as a, <laughs> as, no. a, as, a, as a comment and, and uh, I'm grateful that you wrote the book. It's very interesting. No, I'm, I'm very touched by that. And, and I think I just um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm very I say this, I I. I wrote this with the awareness to that um, standing your ground and um, and not um, uh, not having other people uh, sort of uh, force you to think the way they do um, isn't easy as well. Um, I I know that. Um, I know that there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of women like me who pay the price for for um, for speaking up and speaking out, especially when they uh, know that they deserve to be treated better in 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 
in the in the in the environment that they find themselves in. So uh, I I think um, and I know that that's for for um, other people of color as well. So I I think um, uh, I didn't want this to be a, 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 a manual to how to live life. Like I'm I'm not. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> um, I did really want to treat this book like a, like a, you know, a, a, a really laid back, um, funny, heartwarming conversation. I wanted, I wanted people who read this to feel like it was just me and them. Um, that I, I wanted it to be an intimate conversation, and I wanted, I wanted it to, I wanted people to feel like that um it was just them hanging out with me yeah I, I don't I don't mean to be so heavy-handed with all my questions because actually I think my experience of reading the book very much is it is very funny and I particularly liked once once in your story you met James your your now husband um James started making assertions in the book <laughs> um, yeah. sort of editorial notes are uh, sort of broken out in little paragraphs where in square brackets and James's thoughts on what you on what you were wrote uh, which I loved and I thought um I wondered how that came about how you decided to do that in the book yeah yeah no absolutely and but I should just go back and say that you weren't you weren't being heavy-handed at all and I think that that's what we need to re- like remind each other that um yeah. being being honest and um and ruminating over something isn't um, ruminating over race belonging um identity it's not it's not something that's necessarily heavy-handed it's just being honest. that's true yeah it's not heavy-handed I just didn't want to give people the wrong impression about the book that they're going to have to wade through a bunch of political talk when actually that's not what the book is like the book is 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 a really easy read which is a good thing not a bad thing <laughs> uh, yeah, totally and, and people should read it because it's because it's fun and interesting but I just think that stuff is obviously the you know it's the background noise to your life and many other people's lives and so it needs to it was worth um, you know discussing but yeah t- do tell me about James I, I'm curious to see how you decided to bring bring his voice into the book oh yes well um well, as I've as as I probably mentioned like several times in the book that um that I am um a fan of um when Harry met Sally <laughs> and so uh for um for for people who haven't seen the film uh the 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 film is kind of broken up um by uh sort of it, it's sort of cuts to like a um sort of like an interview type of um scenario where there's like a, a cut like a married an old married couple who um who basically talk about how they met and how they came to be married um and I really uh, I found that uh, I, I found those um segments in the show in the film really endearing um and uh because he and I as well um, like to sort of banter over how we met. I thought it was kind of too. Uh, I thought it was kind of too good to like not have his perspective on um, on the whole uh, on the whole thing as well. Um, and uh, it was. <laughs> 
So, um, and I'm really, and I, and I, and I feel like it was kind of the, um, I think it was kind of the, the hook in the end. Um, mm. uh, I was, I was actually really, uh, I'm really lucky that my, <laughs> my husband is a really talented writer too, and he's very funny. So, <laughs> um, to, to have him to sort of bounce off when as yeah. I was the book was really, really helpful. Um, I think, uh, um while I'm very proud of what I've written um uh, a, a lot of it uh, a lot of it is a lot of it has is really great and really pops because um he was able to um he was able to really see it and and give me some really great advice yeah it's like getting a sort of um director's commentary or something like the dvd version of the book where you're reading it and then you also have james's voice saying oh actually that wasn't the first time we met she's <laughs> yeah. she's neglecting to mention about the time she slid into my dms and like uh, and, 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 and apologize for not going to a show that was in another state and like it was, it's like, I, I love that stuff <laughs> <laughs> and also i think it's so great that like um that that um so many so many people particularly um people my age who are who are uh single and and um and dating uh i think they can read that and go yes yes (laughs) yeah absolutely it's very true to life to the amount of effort that goes into like creating the experience of being casual Oh my god, yeah, and I'm so it makes me so happy that like so many so many of my girlfriends like hear my side of the story and go, Well I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell someone that I'm going on a date with that I changed all of my plans just to see them. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> that comes across not great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yet now at this point you have written the movie uh, you know you started writing the movie before you and James had had met but then presumably the project was finished as you were you know um getting engaged getting married and um that must have been you describe yourself at one point in the book as embarrassingly hetero and there is something so hilariously hetero about <laughs> uh writing a movie about a, a rom-com about a wedding and then getting married and then writing a book about the getting married and writing that movie. How, do, how are you dealing with the cultural cringe? <laughs> um, you know what? I, I think, um, I think I'm taking like on the Dolly Parton kind of um, <laughs> view of um, just kind of accepting myself for all of my faults. So, <laughs> So, uh, you know, if I'm, well, uh, I, I think in terms of like, in, I, I think I want to sort of, uh, uh, I guess, have a sense of humour about, um, about uh, not my, not my faults necessarily, but I guess I mean, um, I, I, I like to be tongue in cheek and I like to make fun of myself and um, I think I, I wanted to make that a really big uh, I wanted to make it that a 
a, a, a great, I wanted to make that the charm of the book. But also, you know, the thing is, I'm so aware that the that the rom-com world uh, is very hetero <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, and that, but it, it's also, I also feel too that it's sort of, um, it isn't my place to uh, write from, uh, I, like I, I would, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know where to start with writing a um, a LGBTQI rom com. I would love to see one, but I feel like that's uh, that's also that's also a space that deserves to be opened up for people. Of, co- of course, but I mean, there's a limit to how. I, I don't think anyone. You can't be everything to everyone. You exactly. know, when you, you're writing a rom-com it has to be to some extent it has to be authentic um and I I, I don't think you have to apologize for that <laughs> you've done you've done enough <laughs> this movie was the movie was amazing um before we wrap up which I don't really want to do but I know that we're going to have to eventually before Nick um rouses on me for going too long <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask you about one of the things that I, the first thing that I looked up and watched again when I heard that this book was coming, which was a few, several months ago now, and I went back and watched your episode of Get Crackin'. Um, and I love, I love that show in general, and the, 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 the girls are, are, very, are hilarious. But your episode with Nikki and Louis was so good. I just wanted to, and you talk about it in the book, so I just wanted to, um, give people a sense of how that came about because I feel like it, it captures both the hilarity and the sort of uh, deadly political will <laughs> that you have. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was really uh, – I, I, I was so thankful um, to the Cates and Nakia for writing such an incredible final episode of Get Crackin'. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I think we just when I met the Kates in the first season, I um I was just so um I I just got on I got on so well with them and uh I just felt like there was um they were just two really funny uh. Uh, empathetic women they were just they they just um they and it's really inspiring to see them um make the work that they want to see and Nakia does that as well um and so when they uh, when they we had such a great time in the first season that the, the Kates came back to Nakia and I and said hey can you um do you guys want to do you guys want to be in like the final ep and then they pitched to us that we were actually going to um take over the um take over the app and so but it was so great because they gave they gave Nakia and I the floor and said you know like I think you guys should should write this um, unfortunately, I was um, well. Not unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not going to complain when I'm working. Um, <laughs> I, top end wedding sort of clashed with uh, the whole um, development of it, so um, I wasn't going to be able to sort of juggle the two projects. So um, 
but Nakia did such a wonderful um, did such a wonderful job with the app, and um, uh, I I just love meeting like minded people that want to um, use their art to kind of question the society around them, and um, and and because otherwise, like why I, I don't know I'm I'm I I understand that there's always a space to make art for art's sake. Um, but I, I find it, I, I, I don't really, um, it doesn't really speak to me like it does to other people. I feel like uh, the kind of work that I want to make um, with other people always needs a purpose, like it always needs to have some message because um, or, or talk or at least start conversations about um, the way we are as human beings because, um Otherwise, why are we doing it? We put so much, as as you as I'm sure people will read in the book, that so much work goes into making something, and I, and so um, I I just don't want it to be without a point. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it was a it was a wonderful bit of television, possibly one of the best bits of television I've seen on Australian TV in years. It was so great. So. Um, it's great, and people should go and read it. And if you're not familiar with the um, the episode, you should go check that out too, because it's wonderful. yes, please. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, as I said, I would love to keep talking to you, Miranda. Thank you so much for joining us, but um, we're going to have to finish up. Um, thank you so much for joining us, and you can buy uh, Top End Girl from Booktopia or from your local bookshop. And I hope you do. It comes out next week. Is that right? Yes. And I can't, I can't wait to see what pe- other people think of it when they start reading and commenting. April 28th, and you can pre-order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. You should go and pre-order from from Booktopia or or your local bookshop. We want everyone to try and support anyone you can at this point. <laughs> but do buy the book; it's, it's wonderful. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces and more. Or, if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia. Australia's local bookstore at booktopia.com.au